Hi, I'm David Dodge. Welcome to Green Energy Futures. The University of British Columbia is creating a renewable energy hub that will occupy an entire block of land on campus. The idea is to study how solar, batteries, electric vehicles, and hydrogen play together to create a zero-emissions future. But why hydrogen? Dr. Walter Merida of UBC is here to help us understand how hydrogen fits into a renewable energy future. The key thing about hydrogen is not about cars and buses and trucks only. The key thing is that connection, the ability to connect the revolution in the renewable electricity technologies to sectors that cannot be run on electricity. Transportation of airplanes and trains and trucks and ships is one example. Here's the nub. In the UBC's Renewable Energy Hub, solar electricity will be used to fuel electric cars very efficiently, and it can be used to turn the lights on when the sun's shining. Small amounts of energy can be stored in batteries, but by using excess solar electricity to make hydrogen, you can store vast amounts of energy in the form of hydrogen. The energy can be delivered to a water electrolyzer, and this device is going to split pure water into hydrogen and oxygen. And the hydrogen will be delivered to tanks, which will store it at pressures that are compatible with the needs of heavy and light-duty vehicles. With hydrogen, you could have a zero-emission aviation industry. And at the same time, because the fuel is much lighter in terms of weight, the airplanes can also be faster and larger. Renewable fuels can also fuel trucks and planes and trains, but the supply of green gas will always be constrained, which is where hydrogen comes in. Hydrogen can be seamlessly integrated into the existing natural gas system. You can add a very gigantic amount of hydrogen before you change the composition of that natural gas significantly. So the existing natural gas grid becomes your storage vessel for clean electrons from the sun in the form of hydrogen. This is very important because it provides a methodical pathway to zero emissions for buildings that are traditionally heated by natural gas. But the second thing that you do is by injecting hydrogen into the natural gas grid and then delivering it to a boiler, you are diluting the carbon content of that natural gas. In fact, we believe that eventually you will be able to run the boiler on pure hydrogen. And once you start burning hydrogen to provide heat, you have decarbonized space heating because when you burn hydrogen, you don't produce CO2. Hydrogen is no magical solution, but it does help decarbonize transportation that can't be electric and to heat buildings, which comprises about one third of emissions. But it just might be a critical linchpin that helps us dramatically increase the use of renewable energy by storing it as hydrogen and by using hydrogen to do things solar cannot. And that includes transportation, steel manufacturing, fertilizer, all kinds of things that we don't usually think about when we think about the energy transition, but that are actually massively larger in terms of demand compared to illumination or even electric vehicles. And this is Dr. Merida's whole point. No one solution will get us to zero emissions, but by integrating renewable energy, energy storage, electric vehicles, and hydrogen, the whole is bigger than the sum of the parts. If you combine clean electricity and hydrogen, you can provide all the energy services that society demands right now with zero carbon. I'm convinced of that. I've always been a little skeptical of hydrogen, but it seems the key is all in using the right zero emissions energy for the right job on our way to a zero emissions future. Learn more at greenenergyfutures.ca. For Green Energy Futures, I'm David Dodge. 